Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life, talking about subjects from self-doubt to business to baby father drama, sex and loneliness. I want to ask real questions to my guests about real single mummy life. Can you really be happy? And can you be happy as a mum in general? Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life and the innate goal to try and find real happiness. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. You're listening to Happy Single Mums Podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. This is my first episode. OMG. I have finally divorced procrastination. Like I've packed up its things and told it it has to go because I've wanted to do this podcast for the longest time. So let's dive in. Happy Single Mum. The reason why I gave this podcast this title is because I found that when people thought about single mothers, they feel that single mothers should be down and out, underclass and basically miserable. But I strongly believe that happiness, like many things, is a choice. And I choose every day to be a happy single mum, not only for me, but for my child. This podcast is for mothers, single mothers and women who are seeking real happiness in life, seeking some laughs and some tears along the way with bags and bags of encouragement. You can do it, sis. (laughs) I believe in you, mum. Whoever wants to learn how to really find happiness, be it finances and business, emotionally and mentally and physically, stick with me. So, Let me tell you a little about how I became a single mum. I was 16 years old when I met my son's father, 24 when I had my son. I met him in college and I had just won an election that I fought so hard for to become the first ever black female student union president. The only reason why I ran to become president was because my guidance counsellor at the time told me that I couldn't do it. And there was like a little gremlin that grew on my shoulder and I was like, I was determined to win. However, upon me winning, I didn't factor in the list of responsibilities I would have alongside my college work and I just wanted to bury my head and just get on with life in college. Now I used to go to the library to kind of hide because people would just walk up to me with a whole whole leap of complaints so I just got so inundated with the complaints and I would go to the library and hide. So one day I was in the library buried my head in the cubicle and I had a tap 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 on my shoulder As I looked over, there was this tall strapping man standing there. He looked much older than me. Bearing in mind, I told you I was 16. Um, And he said, hi, can I have your number? I was so perplexed. I was like, no, you can't. He looked so shocked that I just rejected him and um, walked away. He scurried away, to be quite honest. It's like now he was one minute he was there. Next minute he was gone. However, um, throughout that week, He kept on coming up to me and saying exactly the same thing. Hi, mentioned his name. Can I have your number? And I would say no. 
over and over again. It was like, I was like a coconut that he just wanted to crack for some reason. Um, I remember one day as I was walking through the canteen, he actually grabbed my arm and he said to me, I keep on asking you for your number, Khalifa, and you keep on ignoring me. What have you got to lose? In my youthful mind, I started thinking, wow, this person really likes me, like for him to continuously carry on pursuing me. Anyway, so we started dating not, not long after that. And I realized I started liking him because when he would text, I, my hands would kind of glaze over the phone and he, I would get morning messages and I would be smiling. I completely ended up changing who I was for some reason because he was living by himself. He was four years older than me and I started having issues with my family and I moved out to stay in his hostel. So imagine I was in a four bedroom house with my parents and I moved into a one bed with this man that I met in college. Um, I completely changed who I was from the woman that was the student union president that was ready to fight for the world and ready to change everything to this quiet docile and obedient girl I could not recognize who I was but because he had certain traits I did upon me looking back now I know that I why well, it was actually abuse in regards to emotional abuse and I, I was so vulnerable and so um what's the word so emotionally attached um that I I didn't see it then so things went from bad to worse when I actually did move into his house and he demanded I change what I wear because it was too revealing. So I did. Then he started cheating and um, I honestly never thought I would be the girl to stick around when someone was unfaithful, but I did stick around. And I knew that I wanted to leave, but I couldn't because he was kind of embedded in my psyche so um, I remember that I, I wanted to study law and I applied for a university in um, outside London called Brunel University. And he categorically said to me that you can't go to university outside London. We're living together. You need to go to university in London. And I actually changed my university to somewhere in London because of this man. So I went to South Bank University and we still continued our relationship, even though I was not happy. And the infidelity got so bad that it changed me. I I was no longer happy. I just used to just burst out in tears. And sometimes when we'd be sleeping next to each other, and I'm not even a violent person, but just something would come over me and I would just start hitting him. I, and um, to the point whereby we would both have like a physical fight. Now, um, I knew that I had to get away from him. And uh, unfortunately, during in the course of our relationship, I, I got pregnant. And when I did get pregnant, he said to me, um, well, that's good now. That means that you're going to have to drop out of university and you stay at home, you know. And I did terminate that pregnancy, which I really um, regretted because I felt like I wanted that child, but just I didn't want that child to be used as a pawn on, on a chess table. Um, nevertheless, I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I had the termination and I, it didn't affect me initially, but there was a particular day where I was at home watching television and a Pampers advert came on. It was crazy. Pampers advert came on and I cried for so many hours. It was unbelievable. Um, I started thinking to myself that, oh my God, my child could be a, it could have been a boy. It could have been a girl. Oh, um, 
you know, like what, how old would the child be if I had had it? And I didn't actually factor in the emotional damage that having a termination would have on me. So shortly after that, me and him actually broke up. I ended the toxic relationship and I met someone else, a really, really nice guy. Um, however, because I'd been so used to being in an abusive relationship I was so horrible to this lovely person that cared about me and didn't want to cheat and just wanted to stay at home and watch tv and cuddle but um, I was not used to that kind of that kind of um, relationship so when my ex found out that I was seeing someone else he got so angry that he would sit outside my house and um, say how dare you see anyone else he was like a shark that smelt blood he's like he smelt my happiness and he was like no <laughs> you shall not be happy without me and stupidly for me I actually ended up cheating on this lovely guy with my ex and then boom I found out I was pregnant and um, then my son's um, father said to me that he had been seeing someone else as well and that relationship was really serious and I should get rid of um, my child and I told him that I, a termination is something that I would never ever do again. So there I was 24 working full-time for the Ministry of Justice and I had just paid um, for my master's. I was just about to start my master's. Left a lovely guy who actually cared about me to a toxic man who was carrying on with someone else. My life was in shatters. I don't think I have ever cried so much in my entire life. Like I was in such a bad state I was so depressed every single day and like I come from a very traditional African family we're Nigerian so having to tell your parents for example that you're pregnant and um yeah the chaps possibly not going to be there was the hardest thing I have ever had to do and for me i find that sometimes I can be a very strong proud person but I did something that I have never done in my entire life and I actually and last time I saw my son's dad I actually got on my knees and I begged him and I was like please do not do this to me I cannot do this alone and then he said to me well um I told you if you have a termination there's a possibility that mean you can work this out and I can leave the other girl but I'm I don't want I'm he 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 said to me something like I haven't made my millions yet <laughs> oh crikey yeah so um I actually begged another human being not to leave me because I was so afraid of being alone Yes, I have just given you lot my friggin' life story. Yeah, it's like gossip. I wish it was even fake. I wish it was a novel, but it's actually my real life. I need to write a book. Um, it sounds so surreal, even though I actually lived it. Anyway, so when I told him that um, I was keeping the child, he said, well, it's on you. You have to do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to be involved. Um, and I have been doing it alone ever since. I can thankfully say right now my son is nine years old. He's smart. He's healthy. He's the funniest kid on earth. And I often get asked why I am happy. And I find that with my single mom friends that still have contact with their children's fathers, it's like there is just a bunch of drama and uproar that goes with it. And 
in a way, I, 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 it breaks my heart that my son's dad is not involved um, in regards to, I feel like every child needs their father. I will never, ever remove that fact. But I feel like it's better you having one parent that is sane or one parent that isn't toxic or one parent that isn't manipulative than having two people that are constantly fighting. And um, I'm a strong believer that God loves you so much that he would not give your child the childhood that you had, you know, and I can thank God that my child is actually a very, very happy kid. Um, I wouldn't wish being a single mom on anybody. I'm not saying that everyone should go out there and just want to be a single mom. But I do think that there is a level of accountability that you have to you have to give yourself that fine. You are in a particular you are in a particular situation um, and you it's a choice like I I the reason why I call myself a happy single mom now is because for too many years I was a very unhappy single mom I was the typical angry single mom that oh I was hurt and the reality is hurt people hurt people and even in regards to the relationship that I was in before the only reason why I messed that relationship up and cheated on him was because I was hurt and hurt people eventually hurt people so I choose every day to be a happy single mom. I often speak to my single mummy friends and tell them that you need to figure out your finances. You need to figure out your emotions. You need to figure out what it is you want and what it is your life's purpose is apart from your child. Your child, yes, is there for you to, to, to nurture and to look after, but they have their own path as well. What is your path? So hence why I created this platform. And I know some extraordinary women, I tell you, and they have not only helped me, but they have really become my tribe. And yeah, they have encouraged me to do this podcast because I listen to podcasts all the time and I have been saying to my friends I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and I have been procrastinating for so long but because of this global pandemic it's kind of like I have no excuse zero excuses now so I am going at it I haven't shared everything in regards to all my experiences but I promise you I will share I'm a very open book I've just told you that I've had a termination for God's sake <laughs> so I'm a very open book so I really really would love to just I would love some encouragement um because this is this is new to me as well um so I would love to speak to women like yourselves and I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to actually listen to me I can't believe I've just done a podcast yes so so um, I will try and release one maybe every week and just let you know on my social media. It's Khalifa and Josiah. That's my um, social media handle. And my next episode is going to be speaking to a lovely lady in regards to um, forgiveness and learning how to forgive and learning how to let go so you can ultimately find true happiness so like i said my name is khalifa and you have been listening to happy single mums please make sure you share this with your friends and family and download it and do all of that good stuff um yeah take care bye